This podcast is protected by the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights of the United States of America, the freedom of expression, i.e. the freedom of speech. Immortal Hatred Commentary. This is a dedication to the Ukrainian nationalists who are fighting the invading forces of Vladimir Putin. And I'd also like to say this is dedicated to my satanic soulmate calling herself Inga Satanis who I know is Faith. Come home.
Invocation to Satan. In nomine de nostri satanis, luciferi excelsi. In the name of Satan, ruler of the earth, true God, almighty and ineffable, who has created man to reflect in thine own image and likeness, I invite the forces of darkness to bestow their infernal power upon me. Open the gates of hell to come forth to greet me as your brother and friend. Deliver me, O mighty Satan, from all past error and delusion. Fill me with truth, wisdom, and understanding. Keep me strong in my faith and service, that I may abide always in thee with praise, honor, and glory be given thee forever and ever. Ave Satanus. Satan with me, Satan before me, Satan behind me, Satan within me, Satan in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Satan in every eye that sees me, Satan in every ear that hears me. That is the daily satanic pagan rite. I realize that acts of ritual have no real bearing on the material or invisible worlds. I acknowledge that it is my mind alone that manipulates the web of reality and makes my will manifest. While good and evil do not exist, except within the bounds of personal preference and perception, and I am not constrained by moral barriers, I will not harm those who have not sought destruction to my lot, life, freedom, and happiness. To my fellows, I swear by my blood, my loyalty, and to offer whatever services I can, should they ever be in need of me. I vow to cherish and defend the vast kingdoms of the Earth Mother, for without her, life itself could not exist. I realize that my actions of today will cast a reaction and reflection into the future of the intangible tomorrow. Therefore, I announce myself as the ruler of my own destiny and will place the responsibility to enrich my existence upon my own head. I am a Satanist. Coming up next is the old school band Venom. The song's called Black Metal. And it's where Black Metal got its name. Rock and roll! 
Satan, I arise today invigorated by the power of your radiant light. Divine is the light that leads me and goes through me as day passes to night. As light passes to darkness, darkness becomes my light. I glorify you in all that I do, for I am true and right. Ave Satanus. Satanic paganism's right of day. The gods of the right-hand path have bickered and quarreled for an entire age of Earth. Each of these deities and their respective priests and ministers have attempted to find wisdom in their own lives. The ice age of religious thought can last but a limited time in this great scheme of human existence. The gods of wisdom defiled have had their saga, and their millennium hath become as reality each with their own divine path to paradise, have accused the other of heresies and spiritual indiscretions. The ring of the Nibelungen doth carry an everlasting curse, but only because those who seek it think in terms of good and evil, themselves being at all times good. The gods of the past have become as their own devils in order to live. Feebly they play the devil's game to fill their tabernacles and pay the mortgages on their temples. Alas, too long have they studied righteousness 
and poor and incompetent devils they make, for they all join hands in brotherly unity and in their desperation go to Valhalla for their last great ecumenical council. Draweth near in the gloom the twilight of the gods. The ravens of night have flown forth to summon Loki, who hath set Valhalla aflame with the searing trident of the inferno. The twilight is done. A glow of new light is born out of the night, and Lucifer is risen once more to proclaim, This is the age of Satan. Satan rules the earth. The gods of the rotten are dead. This is the morning of magic and undefiled wisdom. The flesh prevaileth, and a great church shall be builded, consecrated in its name. No longer shall man's salvation be dependent on his self-denial, and it shall be known that the world of the flesh and the living shall be the greatest preparation for any and all eternal delights. Regi Satanas, Ave Satanas, Hail Satan! And here is a reading of Aleister Crowley's hymn, The Lucifer. Where, nor of good nor ill, what aim hath act? Without its climax death, what savor hath life? An impeccable machine, exact. He paces in, I name and pointless path. To glute brute appetites, his soul content. How tedious were he fit to comprehend himself. More, this our noble element of fire, nature, love, and spirit unkinned. Life hath no spring, no axle, and no end. His body a bloody ruby radiant, with noble passion, sun-souled Lucifer, swept through the dawn colossal, swift aslant on Eden's imbecile perimeter. He blessed non-entity with every curse, and spiced with sorrow the dull soul of sense, breathed life into the sterile universe, with love and knowledge drove out innocence. The key of joy is disobedience. And that is Aleister Crowley's poem, Hymn to Lucifer. Only on Satanic Radio, the Devil's Bite Podcast.
If metal is Satan's music, then he has very good taste. Son of the house, I'll keep that me. Laughing at all the grass, dancing snake. Wondering a virgin gun, ripping out of guts. Never of you, no person and slut. You fucking slut! Satanic slut! Yeah! Never just lay, spinning on the bed You're about to wait, sexually despair Shaving is the rise, far from lust You're in the veil, but I say thanks, lad This fucking bitch left me down
Alright, we're gonna change the music up for one song here. This is a man who had plastic surgery to look like a troll. I kid you not. You can check him out on Earache Records on YouTube. And this is Dungeon Synth. This man is the king to Dungeon Synth. It is Mortis. Check it out. The song is called Parasite God.
one. I love no thing. The savage rape, torture, and murder of every single one of you sickening, worthless sacks of flesh walking around on this planet's surface is all that I long for. The thought of being able to see every one of you pathetic mistakes of nature reduced to sniveling masses of torn meat, shattered bone, and bruised flesh, writhing in pain and misery and puddles of your own piss, shit, puke, and blood brings me nearly to orgasm. To see you begging and pleading to be allowed to continue to live the life that you already do not deserve takes me to heightened states of mental euphoria that no chemical can ever reproduce. All of you are guilty. All of you are my enemy. I will murder, butcher, and usher as many of you into hell with me as possible. Anton Xander LaVey. The Ford by Marilyn Manson. Introduction by Blanche Barton. Forward by Marilyn Manson. Anton LaVey was the most righteous man I've ever known. He honored his immorality and had more faith in his peculiar axioms than any armchair Christian vacantly reciting John 3.16 ever possessed. Yet, despite his cynicism and apocalyptic view of society... He often hoped for a better world, or at least one in which intelligence and creativity were applauded. 
I find more respect for humanity in his blackest humor than in the passionless zealotry that perpetuates all other conventional religions. Even if I had never agreed with a word he said, it would be irresponsible not to appreciate the sheer brilliance with which it was spoken, not to mention his having the balls to come out and speak it. I've come to realize that the truth is most often unwanted or believed to be a lie. In a world so full of shit, Anton LaVey cut through it with the best of them. Someone once asked me for the secret to my success. I answered that if they weren't smart enough to figure it out on their own, they didn't deserve to know. And if I told them, it wouldn't be a secret anymore. Fortunately for me and for all of us, Anton LaVey shared his magic. And I think it has made this wretched fucking planet a better place. Thank you for your support and inspiration. Signed by Marilyn Manson. Introduction by Blanche Barton. Dr. Anton Zander LeVay, founder of the Church of Satan and idologue of modern Satanism, died October 29, 1997, while this book was being compiled. His unconventional life and vocations have been well chronicled. The reader is urged to seek out the secret life of a Satanist or other biographical profiles on the Black Pope to see how his life as a concert oboist, gunrunner, carnival calliopist, circus lion trainer, hypnotist, ghostbuster, and crime photographer formed a diabolical alchemy within him that bubbled forth as the Satanic Philosophy. Anton LaVey released the Satanic Bible in 1969, and it has remained continuously in print since then. I'm going to stop right there for a second, and I'm going to announce that, yes, I have quite a few copies, and I will be reading it on Satanic Radio, The Devil's Bite. Something of a record for an original paperback. That book contains the essence of what Dr. LaVey proposed as his new sinister religion. However... Some of LaVey's advocates recommend that those who are curious about his writings begin their curriculum not with that basic primer, but with The Devil's Notebook, the collection of essays that was published previous to this one. Anyone reading the essays published in either that book or Satan Speaks will glimpse a man of cutting, cutting wit, eclectic passions, and an uncomfortably clear perception of mankind. Good writing paints a portrait of a man to the careful reader, and the man portrayed in these essays was exactly as advertised. Strong, talented, demanding, funny, opinionated, romantic, fiery, decisive in mind and movement. One reason Anton LaVey has exerted the covert and overt influence on fashion, music, entertainment, politics, and other popular culture arenas that he has over the past decades is because of his honesty. Strange, perhaps even insulting, that the devil's ambassador on earth should be considered honest. Anton LaVey has many detractors who would itch to dispute that claim, especially those vermin who rush to discredit people after they're dead. But I maintain that he was at the core an honest, honorable man who devoted his life to exposing injustice and pomposity. He's worthy of the status of anti-hero many of his admirers have bestowed upon him. Nothing irked LeVay more than self-righteous self-delusion, and he saw it everywhere. He mercilessly carved up sacred cows of all shade, maintaining 
maintaining that nothing gives a human a broader license to kill, maim, or destroy than a frothy illusion of righteous indignation. That was true during the Crusades and Inquisitions. It is still true in this age of PC hypersensitivity and winning through victimization. Through his works, he endeavored to shine a glaring light on aspects of everyday life that all of us might feel oppressed by but would never dare to challenge. The devil is known for using his pitchfork to poke holes in overinflated taboos. In his own writings, if LeVay felt himself becoming too grandiose, he'd bring himself back down to reality with a chuckle. He didn't have to think about it, he just did it. Anton LeVay speaks to the devil in all of us. One near universal phrase he heard all his life was, I've always felt that way myself, but never knew anyone else did. He held sacred that which others scoffed at and snickered at shop-worn parlor tricks others revered as truth. He found beauty in misshapen freaks and was repelled by the ugliness advertisers tried to pawn off as beauty. You'll find that constant perversity and satire in all the essays contained in this book. And yet, Anton LaVey never claimed his writings were direct revelations from Satan. He never claimed to be Lucifer incarnate. He did die and was re resurrected, in 19 resurrected in 1995, but that's a whole other story. It would have been an easy pose to strike, and not entirely unbelievable. His looks and bearing certainly reflected the image of the gentleman downstairs. His ideas evolved from his enthusiasm for satanic sympathizers and reprobates like George Bernard Shaw, John Milton, Goeth, Mark Twain, Jack London, Frederick Nietzsche, Machiavelli, Rasputin, the romantic and decadent poets, peppered with a liberal dose of the Johnson, Smith and Company catalog of jokes, tricks, and novelties. His sense of timing and drama, which he wound throughout his music, his magic, and his life, was impeccable. LeVay's system of sorcery, and yes, he did very much believe in and practice sorcery, was so complex and subtle that it would take several lifetimes to fully explore. Anton LeVay liked to say that if he didn't exist, someone would have to invent him. He experienced both the delights and the detriments associated with the job of being the devil's henchman. The high priest resonated with the evil archetype so completely that he attracted delicious extremes into his life. Undying love, fierce loyalty, unconscionable betrayal, supernatural strength, and intense jealousy. I gained satisfaction in knowing that his many detractors who tried to attack the mundane details of his life will remain forever clueless as to Dr. LeVay's true complexity. Though he never pretended to be the devil on earth, he was as close as we are likely to see, even in his denial of that very identity. Preserver of forgotten pasts, singer of lost songs, lover of fallen women, advocate of fitting justice, dreamer of wicked futures, how could we conjure up a more rakish picture of the Dark One? There was no room for survival after death in Anton LaVey's philosophy. We live. We entertain pompous illusions about ourselves. We die. Too bad. And yet, if we mesmerize, irritate, inspire, or terrorize enough people, our names will be remembered. Dr. Anton Xander LaVey has earned that right. The God of Assholes It is believed by empirical evidence that many people who professed no belief in a deity when younger turn to God when they get old. Presumably, the closer they get to death, the greater their need for the comfort provided by religion. Well, 
I guess I'm no exception to the rule. I seldom touch on the theology. Apart from my satanic Bible, I've left all discussion of gods and their creators to others to debate or exercise, whatever be their requirements. Now I must confess, I have found God. Or rather, I should say I have found a God. He, yes, he is usually male. And I'll tell you how I know. Is not the kind of God I want to get to know. He is a total asshole. Why do I say such things? Am I trying to show how blasphemous I can get? Because it's, it's expected of me? I can assure you, if I appear rude, it's because there truly is very little good I have to say about the God I have discovered. We all know what an asshole is. If God isn't an asshole, he certainly acts like one. He's completely unjust, a shit disturber, impulsive, capricious and mercurial, irresponsible and unpredictable, a spoil sport, bad loser, child molester, and stoolie. He thrives on intrigue, scandal, and gossip. Likes to punish the just and reward the rotten. It's true. He loves the common man. The commoner, the better. If a common man does not believe in him, he makes a believer out of the simple soul by killing his little girl or placing him into a precarious situation whereby the poor guy must pray to him. In short, God is just like real, unthinking, insensitive, avaricious, and petty people. Of course, God is a very Jungian construct. He was created by small men to serve their needs according to their needs. Then, after the limited minds of millions of stupidos acknowledged him, the goddamn dummies pretended it was the other way around. They insisted that God created man. They admitted that God created man in his own image, but could never extend the similarity beyond that. Not wanting to portray God as a monster, they presented him as a patriarch in a long white robe with go-aheads and a long white beard. That way they could make a stern father figure out of him to set an example for his children. If daddy says it's okay to act like an unthinking asshole, then it behooves his followers to act accordingly. Thus, given a green light, his minions are off and running. The collective power of all the minds that accept the god of the assholes gives substance to such a divinity. It displays the power of magic. It is the collective will of millions of tin-watt humans. By their very faith, their god becomes a reality. His minions are quite correct in many of their theological presumptions. Their god watches over them, at least as well as their own fuck-up natures can do. If the god they have created sometimes appears callous, so do they. That's why he can be excused so easily. After all, he's only human, and you know what assholes they can be? If something is God's will, it's because he is willful. But like pride, it comes in both real and false. There's a big difference between will and willful. I said I'd tell you why God is usually masculine in form. It's because most of his creators were guys. Since he's been around so long, enough female assholes have appeared that he might occasionally take on a female form. Knowing what a Welsher and double-crosser God can be, don't be surprised if he isn't a guy in drag. God, like his disciples, likes to make promises he can't keep. Getting human hope up, only to let it down. It's a nice trick to boost his ego. It's called prayer. If God is what I reckon him to be, and Satan represents his antithesis, I'll place my faith in Satan. I have self-respect. Thus, I must have respect for the personification I select as a divinity. I cannot respect assholes. I don't quite know what which is worse, an asshole or a fuck-up, a wise guy or a dumbbell. Being as how the popular god seems to possess the characteristics of both, I want no part of him. I not only reject him, but I despise him. He's all that is mean and spiteful and petty. I would like to blow him away. If I thought that by firing my forty-five into the air I could exterminate him, I would. 
There are two things wrong with that kind of tribunal. One, knowing God's will, the bullet would come down on some innocent kid. Two, if I kill God, do I really want all the assholes of the world praying to Satan? Isn't he too good for them? Too reasonable? Too logical? Satan may have always actually ruled the world, but he had to provide the self-righteous with a good guy badge. The assholes, placing great store and fancy awards and titles, elevated themselves to godhead status by proxy, but couldn't admit it. Perhaps Satan wants no part of such people either. He knows that when they make a mess of things, he's the one who has to clean it up. Alright guys, that was the first chapter in Satan Speaks by Church of Satan founder. May Satan rest his soul in hell. Anton Xander LeVay on Satanic Radio, the devil's best.
So, your religions have murdered, raped, tortured, abused, coerced, pillaged, persecuted, sacrificed, harassed, rampaged, terrorized, swindled, exploited, endangered, threatened, corrupted, committed genocide, and lied its way around the world to spread its message. But I'm the one who's going to hell for not believing in this bullshit? Jesus is fake. The Bible is fiction. Christianity is a slave religion. Free your mind.
Life is the great indulgence. Death, the great abstinence. Therefore, make the most of life here and now.
women, find a man who stares at you like you are the prettiest demon he's ever seen in his life.
Satan doesn't judge you. He comforts you and reminds you of your value.
hail to thyself, for I am my own master. I am my own God. I need no shepherd, for I am not sheep.
The poison kiss. The user's lips or saliva is laced with the toxic poison or venom that when they kiss a victim, the victim will suffer the effects of the poison. This poison can cause the victim to become horribly sick, delusional, paralyzed, or even cause death. Beware of the poison kiss.
The nine satanic sins are... 1. Stupidity. 2. Pretentiousness. 3. Solipsism. 4. Self-deceit. 5. Herd conformity. 6. Lack of perspective. 7. Forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. 8. Counterproductive pride. 9. Lack of aesthetics. But the devil man swings blue.
Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine, spiritual, and intellectual development, has become the, the most vicious animal of all. Satan represents all of the so-called sins, as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had, as he has kept it in business all these years.
Black skies inside the mind, cluttered with blood-wet stars. Class of insanity, stop all flow of blood, caught in the life that I lead. Cold handshakes from everyone that I meet, spikes of love, bust through flesh in the bed that I sleep. Rivers of pain pump through you, becoming a sea so black, I must swim too. Touch fluid slick minds, but beware, for your finger just might slide across mine. Chanting children in the grass, grab all the wicked thoughts, grin as blood soaked wicked me, Damien. Sick ass fucking poem. Thank you, Demo. Yeah. <laughs> The real Satanist is not quite so easily recognized as such. The Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey.
The theistic Satanist says, I am a theistic Satanist. I believe in the demon gods and goddesses. Satan is the highest of the gods. I am not evil. I am simply the best human I can be. I don't sacrifice children, virgins, or animals. I do not worship the Christian devil. I am a theistic Satanist, and I am a, a proud pagan. Satan's meaning in Levian Satanism is not about the worship of Satan as an actual being. Satan is merely symbolic. It represents all of those things within our natures that outsiders might tell us is dirty and unacceptable. Satan represents rebellion, just as Satan rebelled against God in Christianity. Identifying oneself as a Satanist is to go against expecta expectations, cultural norms, and religious creeds. The chant of, Hail Satan, is really saying, Hail me. It exalts the self and rejects the self-denying lessons of society. Coming up next is Satanic Radio's Anal Corner. Because you got anal cunt and anal blasphemy.
while theistic Satanism worships Satan as an actual being, Levain Satanists believe that Satan is just a symbol of certain qualities. Yeah.
the true Satanist knows this. And you must say it. I kneel before no God. For I am God. I am Satan. Satanists don't believe in Satan. They believe in themselves.
Yes. I am a Satanist. No. I won't help you join the Illuminati. There are different types of Satanists. Some choose to worship Satan while others choose to not believe in him. But something all Satanists have in common is that we all prioritize free will, indulgence, and individuality.
Lucifer, Lord of the Night, Bringer of Light, Father of Darkness, Father of Might.
If Satan is not fighting against you, maybe it's because he is walking with you.
All right. So I've got a quick little announcement. Some people were a little worried, including myself. As you know, I'm presently in an undisclosed location in a halfway house serving a federal violation sentence to be released on my birthday coming up in a few months. On 4-22-22, I uh, had to go to the hospital and it just so happened that a little microchip was taken out of my head that was creating a lot of problems. Well, it was kind of crazy. It was the size of a piece of rice. Ones that you've seen maybe before that have gone inside people's hands when they are being chipped. This chip is something to do with controlling one's mind. So it makes sense to me about how things went with certain relationships in my life in which case I was under the control of someone else something else some higher governmental agency who was trying to lead me to think I was being gang stalked. My family was thinking I was nuts and possibly needing to go into a mental institution. And as everyone knows, gang stalking, for those of you who have studied it and researched it and been victims yourselves, know that they also tried to lead you to suicide. And yes, I was pretty suicidal. I thought maybe it was the drugs I was counterbalancing, counteracting the control mechanism in my head, the voices and everything else, the psycho psychotronics that were being used against me, which is exactly what it is with Don Serrano, Chilean esoteric mysticist, warned about many years ago in his Luciferian philosophies I'm lucky to have my mind back and I I see what's going on I know what's going on and I'm ready for the next step to get some fucking revenge against these fucking power freaks the forces of Yahweh Try to chip me again, you bastards. I'm on to you. Fucking bitch, but you never fucking scream, bitch. Hey, hey.
Is God willing to prevent evil, but not able? Then he is not omnipotent. Is he able, but not willing? Then he is malevolent. Is he both able and willing? Then why is there evil? Is he neither able nor willing? Then why call him God?
you're not corrupted or guilty of any so-called sins. And you don't deserve to burn for all of eternity. You don't have to worship some Jewish zombie on a stick in order to find peace or happiness in your life. And you don't need a barbaric book full of lies to have any morals. Knowledge is not evil. You're only told so to be kept docile. Don't be a sheep.
the reason why a nun clutches her rosary when you walk by. But I can assure you, Satanism is here to stay. Satan can take the form of a beautiful woman. Satan can take the form of a sleek animal. An automobile can be very satanic. These things can be anthropomorphized into Satan. Well, when I was a teenager, I was interested in the occult. And the occult in those days meant you got dream books, and you got books on fortune telling and all that sort of thing. And the closest thing there was to anything about calling up spirits or demons and that sort of thing was to want to take anything against its will. Sex goddesses of the past have been largely as a result of luck, luck, or lightness. However, in the case of Jane Mansfield, uh, she wasn't. The Church of Satan. The Church of Satan. The Church of Satan. The Church of Satan.
Be doers of the satanic word, not just listeners of the satanic word. ultimately responsible for your own actions. Don't blame your errors on the devil or thank God for using good judgment. You are a powerful human being. You are not powerless. You are the master of your own destiny.
Sanskrit, mankind's original language. Look it up at satanisgod.org and joyofsatan.org. Coming up next is the full album of God Guard. That's spelled G-O-D-G-A-A-R-D. One man black metal band from the Ukraine. The album's called Satan's Church. Hey, I'm the only cream that weighs a pure 
Satan is the adversary. He is the rebellion. He is freedom. He is not and never was evil.